Good morning, saints of our Lord, and welcome to Thy Strong Word. I'm your host, Brady Finner, and pastor of Messiah Lutheran Church in Sartell, Minnesota. Thank you for tuning us in this morning on Worldwide KFUO, Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Today is Wednesday, August the 25th, and we gather this next hour around the gift of the inspired and true Word of God and continue to connect the dots from the Old Testament to Jesus in Hebrews as we conclude chapter 10. In the first part of this chapter, we are reminded of Christ's one and final sacrifice. And that was such a wonderful study yesterday as we looked at that with Pastor Lekomsky and the incomprehensible nature of his full forgiveness. Think about this. When we are forgiven in Christ, he remembers our sins no more. It's something that we can't even fathom because we don't function that way. And today he exhorts us in that hope and that confidence to hold fast. Stir each other up for good works, to have confidence in that, endure, and to preserve your soul in Christ. As it tells us at the beginning of Hebrews, we keep doing it every single chapter in these last days. The Son speaks to us again today. The gifts are ready, ready for you. A special thanks to our friends at Lutheran Heritage Foundation for your support of Thy Strong Word. Visit lhfmissions.org for more information, lhfmissions.org. To help us be strengthened by God's word, we have with us Pastor Benjamin Dose of Zion Lutheran Church in Arcadia, Iowa. Pastor Dose, welcome to Thy Strong Word. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brady. It's a great, uh, great day to be here. So wonderful. Well, today, today was the first day of school for your children. Am I right? Yes, that is correct. Right, right. So, uh, did the uh, obligatory uh, uh, first day uh, photos by the the big tree that we have by our parsonage there. So, uh, yeah, everything. Uh, I I haven't heard any other words yet. So, uh, uh, it sounds like everything's going pretty well. So. <laughs> as 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 uh, as we 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 trust in the Lord, take care of them. No news is good news. I think is a good yeah, way for us to think about correct, it. First right. day of school. So, yeah. Pastor, this is our first time together as uh, sure. on Thy Strong Word. So, can you introduce yourself, your family, and the work of the saints at Zion Lutheran in Arcadia, Iowa? Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, I'm uh, Pastor Ben Dose, uh, serve at Zion Lutheran Church in Arcadia, Iowa. Um, I like to say that uh, we make a triangle uh, with uh, Des Moines being an hour and 45 minutes uh, to our southeast and Omaha and Council Bluffs uh, being one hour and 45 minutes uh, to our southwest. Uh, we are a uh, rural and small town ministry and mission here at uh, Arcadia. A uh, little shout out there to uh, Reverend Todd Kolbaum uh, as far as the <laughs> LCMS uh, rural and, and small town uh, mission there. He does a, a great job, but uh, uh, he's helped us uh, in a number of different things here. Uh, we are on uh, Highway 30, uh, U.S. Highway 30 uh, in Iowa. Uh, so we consider ourselves uh, West Central Iowa. Uh, we're also right on the Union Pacific Railroad. So we get a lot of, uh, a lot of trains uh, going by us uh, quite a bit. Hmm. So, yeah, so uh, we do have Carroll, uh, just eight miles to the east of us here in Denison, uh, which is uh, 18 miles to the west of us. So we're right in the middle of uh, both Carroll and Denison. Uh, we do have a consolidated school district. Uh, we've been uh, consolidated since 1956. Uh, so mm -hmm. anyway, it just is made up of uh, Arcadia, 
west side in Vail, Iowa. And so our name is Arweva. <laughs> so Arcadia, Arweva. west side in Vail. And we've been consolidated <laughs> since 1956. So um, this uh, actually uh, coming up here, uh, September 4th and 5th, uh, Arcadia, uh, we're celebrating our 150th anniversary of being a town. So anyway, just mm. a big uh, celebration coming up there. But uh, uh, I am married uh, to my wife, Rebecca, and she is a music teacher for the Arweva School District. And so she actually, because we're such a small district, uh, she actually sees uh, pre-K through 12 in the music department. So uh, she gets to see gets to see wow. everybody there. So yeah, so quite a few wow. quite a few kids uh, come through her door there. So, uh, but we have four kids: uh, Jonathan, who is a senior; uh, Timothy is a junior; Lydia is a freshman; and Hannah is a sixth grader. So. And uh, just one little shout out to my brother, Josh uh, Dose. Uh, anyway, he is a driver for XPO Logistics out of Des Moines. And so he listens to your program almost uh, daily, if not daily. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. So, That's wonderful. So anyway, got to give a Thank shout you. out to, to my brother there. So, yep. <laughs> so, but yeah, we're just a, a wonderful congregation. Uh, love, the, love the people here and uh, um, just uh, loving the ministry here at uh, Zion and then Arcadia, so. And that's a great reminder. Every time I ask that question of our pastors that come on is an opportunity. I encourage our listeners to pray. And today specifically, obviously for you, your family, your bride, um, but also for rural ministry throughout the LCMS. There is in Minnesota North District, we're predominantly rural. Um, Iowa West and East, I'm guessing, is predominantly rural. And we have a wonderful... LCMS Rural Ministry, led by Pastor Todd Goldbaum, and and the different work that they do. But it's, you know, and and I, I see this a lot. You and I have talked many times. But I mean, you just you 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 become part of the culture. You get to know the people. You 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 settle in where you are, and what a joy that would be. And plus, I would say this. That your area is exactly where the Finnerns settled when they came from <laughs> Germany. They settled in Denison and, and yeah. Holstein, Schweizvig area. So it's always <laughs> near and dear to my heart too. Thinking about the Finnerns coming there uh, way back Absolutely. in the day. Absolutely, so, you betcha. A lot of fun. So, um, but today we're here to study God's word. And so, sure. Pastor, yep. as we look at Hebrews chapter ten, can you begin our time asking the Lord's blessings upon our study and prayer? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh Lord. Our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. And now we pray that you would bless our study today of God's Word and the book of Hebrews and guide and bless us so that we can uh, hear the exhortation and also be instructed uh, as the author of the Hebrews uh, writes to us today in Hebrews chapter 10. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Reminder to our listeners, if you have any questions as we study the book of Hebrews, drop us an email, kfuo at kfuo.org, or give us a call, 1-800-730-2727 or 314-821-0850, 314-821-0850. 
Now, Pastor, we were, I mean, we've, we've been greatly blessed throughout the book of Hebrews because it is so rich. You and I talked about this yesterday that each verse almost it gives you a, a fullness. Um, as I mentioned this before, too, in the program, it's like you're eating cheesecake and you just you want to you want to meditate and enjoy every single bite. And you could probably do that with every single verse. And so when we come to chapter 10, we split up the chapter and we kind of left with a little bit of, well, you know, a little bit on the cliff, if you will. But it also is important because there is a transition in our verses, but also all of Hebrews. So, Pastor, what introductory thoughts or background do you want to um, give to us this morning to help us out? Sure, sure, yeah. Well, um, I would uh, definitely say that uh, there is uh, kind of a break in the in the uh, verses that we have uh, in front of us here today. Uh, verses 19 through 25 uh, really are verses of uh, admonition or exhortation, uh, kind of uh, spurning us on to do something. Uh, but then also uh, 26 through 39, uh, that's where a break happens, and these are verses of instruction. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, teaching that happens uh, in the uh, uh, backside of the verses that we're looking at here for today. The front side uh, is a lot of admonition, but the backside is a lot of teaching. And so uh, that's what we have uh, to look forward to uh, in in today uh, today's verses here from uh, Hebrews chapter ten. So yep. And as we look at every verse really in the book of Hebrews, it's it, it brings us back. So we have Hebrews, and this author is writing to Jewish people, and and he's writing them, and he's bringing them back, showing them how all the dots are connected, and and for us, at, Dr. Kleinig, when we started this whole thing. Uh, just talked about how that this is really a lifelong sermon um, that this author must have compiled over all these sermons. He kind of put all of them together in this one powerful, packed sermon. So I, I love how you how you highlighted that there's these transitions um, because there it, it really ends with so much joy today and begins with so much joy that the whole time, I mean, if we're not, we're not, if we're not smiling when we're doing this one. I don't know when we're going to smile when we read God's word. What do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would uh, wholeheartedly agree. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. so let's get in with uh, smiles and joy because joy comes in the morning. So let's begin. Uh, reminder to our listeners, we'll be reading from the English Standard Version of the Holy Scriptures, and we are in chapter 10, starting in verse 19. And how we're going to begin is just to read verses 19 through 22. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus— by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. <laughs> so that begins with therefore, and that's a very common word. It's it, just like sometimes in our sermons, we'll say, I told you that to tell you this. And that's what the author is always doing. What is he telling us in these first three, four verses? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, and so <laughs> uh, we want to uh, look back at uh, Hebrews chapter 10, uh, verse 18, which was the uh, text uh, from the last time uh, yesterday. 
where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer uh, any offering for sin. And 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 not only that, but uh, going back uh, into the uh, first uh, 17 uh, verses of uh, Hebrews chapter 10, uh, when you see that uh, therefore, <laughs> um, it's always something that it's uh, building off of uh, another thought. And so uh, here we have uh, therefore, and uh, basically uh, because uh, Christ's sacrifice uh, was once for all, um, we have this therefore. And so uh, the author here uh, is uh, kind of bringing to mind uh, the things that were already said, and then he's going to, oh, we're going to go forward now. <laughs> and so uh, we ha definitely have here uh, what the author is uh, going forward uh, with because of Christ's sacrifice uh, once for all, uh, now uh, you can do these things. Uh, now you can go forward and uh, be uh, Christians and uh, basically uh, do the things that uh, I'm going to to tell you uh, tell you about here. So. Mhm. Mm um yeah. and so yeah so uh, we have uh you know this word uh, confidence uh in verse 19 uh because of Christ uh we have confidence uh confidence to do what uh to enter the holy places uh by the blood of Jesus. And so if we know a little bit about the Old Testament or uh, even the New Testament at the time of Jesus, uh, we know that uh, only the priests could go into the holy place. And so uh, now the author is saying uh, to the people he is writing to that we have confidence uh, to enter that holy place uh, where the sacrifices uh, were being uh, basically done uh, for the forgiveness of sins. Um, the reason that we have confidence uh, is here uh, by the blood of Jesus. Uh, the blood of Jesus uh, that was uh, shed on the cross uh, is given uh, for us and, and shed for us. Uh, that is our confidence. That is the confidence that, uh, that we have here uh, in uh, verse 19. So, can I? I want to intercede on that because I sure. love how mm -hmm. you how you brought up confidence. Because, mm -hmm. for example, you know your kids are your kids are still relatively young. I mean, they're getting sure. older yeah. by the second, as as mm -hmm. you and I know. But one of the comments that were it's commonly made within the school system, and I don't blame this for this, but it, it can be misunderstood very easily. Is you got to be confident. We'll tell our kids this. We want all of our kids to be confident young men and women, so that they're able to tackle what happens before them and all of this. And I love how you brought that up because the context here is different. As, as a Christian, where is our confidence? So if someone said, well, pastor, they keep telling me be confident in the public schools or schools in period. And uh, what does that mean as a Christian? How would you tell like your children or other people, this is what it means to be confident in Christ. What does that look like? Good thing you asked that. Uh, I actually uh, uh, spoke these words and uh, did a little devotion uh, around the breakfast table this morning because it was the first day of school. <laughs> and yeah. 
there were some, uh, you know, um, I guess, you know, some of the kids were a little nervous about the first day of school and, and uh, you know, what that entailed. And, and uh, I, I use this verse here actually from uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19, that uh, no matter what happens to your first day of school, you might get lost, you might uh, <laughs> do something uh, strange or out of the ordinary or, you know, whatever, the nerves are, are you know, jumping pretty pretty fast. And I said, you can have confidence in Jesus. Uh, you are a baptized uh, child of God, and uh, Jesus uh, shed his blood for you. Uh, so no matter what happens today, um, you know, you can have confidence uh, that uh, that Jesus is more than this life. Uh, Jesus is more than uh, missing, missing. You know, the first couple, maybe a minute or two of classes because he got uh, <laughs> he got lost or something of that nature. You know, and so I said, just just have confidence that uh, Jesus is with you, and uh, you know, uh, you you have the blood of Jesus uh, upon you. So. Mm-hmm. It's so great. And then, you know, it, it talks about drawing near to the Lord as well. So it's kind of this this feeling, and that's a reminder, too, for us to be able to pray for our children when they start a new school year and yeah. to equip our teachers to, I mean, how many of us, uh, you, our listeners, either you were there or are there, that that first day is nerve-wracking for the kids, for the parents, and the teachers have to manage all these emotions, especially kindergarten teachers. Lord have mercy, those 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 men and women are so wonderful. And and so just a, a prayer, I, I ask for our listeners to pray for them as well. But here, it, just, it has all this rich language of have confidence to enter the holy places. It's an invitation of the Lord, hey, come to me. Come to me, you know, draw near uh, yeah, words that yeah. we hear also we have throughout Hebrews, Hebrews chapter four and so forth. What else did you find in verses 19 through 22 you want to highlight? Yeah, well, um, you know, um, obviously, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Kleinig uh, talks a lot about uh, conscience and um here in verse 22, uh, we definitely have um it says it says here, uh, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean uh, from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. <clears throat> and so, um, yeah, I think uh, uh, a lot of times our conscience uh, can really uh, drag us down or our consciences uh, can really um, play havoc with uh, with our mind and, and our heart. And I think here, looking at uh, verse uh, 22, um, you know, the good news that we can rejoice in, uh, the people that were listening to the sermon the first time as well, uh, Mm -hmm. by the you know, by the uh, the 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 clean, uh, pure water uh, that uh, you know kind of reminds us of of baptism. Here, um, we can have that uh, clear. <clears throat> we can have that clear conscience, uh, knowing that uh, our sin is uh, washed away. And so, uh, I think you know, it's sometimes that uh, just that evil conscience, you know, can really really wear us down, but, uh, you know, being washed with the pure water, uh, from Jesus, um, just takes away that, uh, that evil conscience. So, mm-hmm. it's a wonderful, um, 
one like 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 we said is drawing near why can we draw near is because my conscience understanding my relationship with the lord is completely clear how by washing with pure water which for us in you know in america it's a little bit hard to to uh, appreciate clear water um you know this you're a fisherman i mean <laughs> you know there's there's water that's good and not water that's good when you're in certain lakes and so forth sure, sure. and yep. there's some lakes you want to swim in some you don't want to swim in and probably in that culture clear water was not exactly the same dynamic that we have here so he emphasizes that which we can't help but think about um, baptism you can't think of the blood of jesus about communion all of these things that show you you can have confidence in this because God keeps pouring these gifts upon you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Confidence. I, I, I love I love the language you're using here. So, Pastor, is there anything else? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot in there we could take all day, but anything Ooh, else yeah. in those first few verses? <laughs> yeah, there, there's obviously uh, the curtain uh, that is through the mm -hmm. flesh. I'm sorry, I'm going back here to verse 20. <laughs> Please do. Please uh, do. But, uh, you know, obviously we, we think about uh, the curtain uh, that was, you know, dividing um, the the holy place uh, from the rest of uh, the the temple, um, and uh, you know Jesus uh, tore that uh, curtain in two from top to bottom uh, when he uh, died on the cross, and so um, th that's just another another something uh, to to look at here uh, as far as uh, you know this uh, this old passage here. So. Mm -hmm. And it's an interesting dynamic of saying the curtain is his flesh. Yeah. And someone, you know, in Bible study says, oh, wait a second here. How does that connect? How would you make that connection? Or what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, um, uh, definitely uh, through the um, uh, through through the, the, the flesh of 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 Jesus uh we can now uh enter the, the holy place and mm. so uh it's just a what a what a wonderful uh gift and, and blessing uh that uh, through the, the 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 flesh of Jesus um you know that we can now uh enter into uh enter into that uh, uh that holy place uh uh with with God the Father so mm -hmm. It's 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 a fascinating dynamic because you have that curtain that was split at the on Good Friday, um, showing hey you know you you all have full access to the Lord, which is why you can draw near with a true heart, not because my heart is true or perfect, but because it has been cleansed and we're able to come to God with no questions, um, no no fear um, as far as understanding our relationship with God through Christ. So, Pastor, um, we have about three or four minutes left. Uh, you want to keep moving forward? Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Mm -hmm. So yep. 23 is almost like another therefore. It, it continues yeah. to move us forward. 23. We'll just read verse 23. Okay. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. So yeah. he encourages us to do something, and then he reaffirms who God is. What does he tell us here? Uh, definitely. Um, and so, uh, you know, we think about our world today, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of maybe things that are wavering, you know. Um, one day, mm -hmm. you know, we might say this about a subject, <laughs> uh, and the next day, uh, we might say that about a subject. Uh, and so uh, it says here, uh, let us hold fast 
the confession of our hope without wavering. Uh, and so, you know, it, we can uh, not waver. You know, we can stand strong. Uh, we can, you know, hold on to uh, the confession uh, of our hope, the, the, the confidence that we have uh, in Jesus. Um, uh, because why? Uh, because he who promised is faithful. Uh, we put our our faith and and trust uh, in the things uh, outside of ourselves, uh, in the Word, uh, in the sacraments, and so we we hold on to uh, uh, God's promise, and we know that uh, because uh, Jesus uh, uh, came uh, to this earth. And he did the things that God uh, told him to do. Uh, we mm. know that God is uh, uh, God is faithful, and uh, we know from the words of Scripture that uh, everything God says He's going to do, uh, it has been done. So, and so as you look at that, it, it is is I love the language because He also speaks this way. The author in Hebrews chapter four, verse fourteen. And there, you know, here it talks about how we have a clear conscience, that we've been washed, we have been, um, uh, the, the blood of Jesus has been shed for us. In chapter 4, verse 14, which I encourage our listeners to look at 4, 14 through 16, because it has a lot of similar um, words here. Is In verse 14, it says, since we have a great high priest, let us hold fast our confession. So he's just adding to this, this is Jesus. Now he's saying, this is what Jesus has done for you, washing of pure water, uh, true heart, uh, you know, all these things, clear conscience. And now he just adds it a little more close to the heart, I can say it that way, to say, hey, he's done all this. This is what you have. So now continue to hold fast to this confession um, because he is faithful. It kind of reminds me of when you watch a, a movie or something and and there's like a controversy among somebody and, and they say to the other person, have I ever let you down? And if it's a good comedy, which I like to watch, the other person says, yeah, you have. <laughs> You've done it many times. And, yeah. and for us, we can't, with, with, without a doubt, we can always look at God and say, have you, has he ever let us down? Well, no. Um, when, when he says what he says, it's true. Even if we don't believe it, doesn't mean it's not true. Um, and so this is one of those moments where he brings back us to God to draw near to him and say, hey, has he ever let us down? The answer is absolutely no. So, Pastor, we have about a minute left. Any last thoughts on uh, all the verses we've gone through so far, but specifically 23? Uh, no, uh, not too much. Um, you know, uh, it's just a, a great uh, great reminder for us, uh, verse 23, um, especially, you know, just kind of in the world today that we live in, that, uh, you know, God is, is faithful. Um, you know, we can hold near and dear to his word and the sacraments and and um you know just really uh, really have that uh, have that confession and uh have that confession of hope and and uh, really stand strong uh, on that uh, that confession of our hope there so mm-hmm. so saints of our lord stay strong and hold fast but right now we need to take our break we are studying hebrews chapter 10 with pastor benjamin dose and we'll be right back
On this Wednesday, August 25th, 2021, KFUO Radio rejoices with our day sponsors, Roger and Joanne Nolhoff of Carlisle, Illinois, as they give thanks to the Lord for the blessing of marriage. Roger and Joanne made a gift to KFUO in celebration of their 58th wedding anniversary today. They are thankful to the Lord for his continued blessings on their family and their marriage. Thank you, Roger and Joanne Nolhoff, for helping us share the gospel and for being today's KFUO Day Sponsors. What's happening in Germany's Lutheran churches, where Iranian refugees are flooding through the doors? What new opportunities for sharing the Christian faith are arising in communist Vietnam, and how can my church play a part? Mission speakers, all LCMS pastors from the Lutheran Heritage Foundation, will come to your church free of charge to preach and lead Bible studies tying into this exciting work going on all around the world. To schedule your speaker, call LHF at 800-554-0723. I want my teenage son to be thinking how to deal with life's stresses and natural changes. I want to know how to talk to him about things he'll experience as he builds relationships. I want him to know I'm there for him. I just don't know how. Here is a resource that can get you started. Connect With Me activity cards have been developed to help begin the discussions. Visit health.mo.gov connect to access these free cards and other resources. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. And welcome back. We are studying Hebrews chapter 10 with Pastor Benjamin Dose of Zion Lutheran Church in Arcadia, Iowa. Now, Pastor, we did receive an email with a little bit of a concern about your shout out to Pastor Todd Kolbaum, is that the concern was not because of rural ministry, but because you're just trying to give shout out to Iowa Hawkeye fans. That was all you were doing in that state. Is that, is that a true statement? That is a true statement, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the concern had nothing to do with the Word of God, which is good. Anyways, good. Uh, oh, good times. Okay, so Pastor, I want to move forward to these verses. We are now in verse 24 and 25 because we've really laid the groundwork of of telling us who Jesus is, why we can have confidence. And then we kind of just keep going in this theme of therefore, therefore, therefore. And a reminder for us, why is it important for us as Christians to gather together and how does he lead us? So um, let's move forward, verses 24 and 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So he, he, he continues this lettuce, you know, you hear that the common, the lettuce sure. statements, but he says, let sure. us consider to stir each other up. And he, he kind of points to two things, uh, good works and uh, well, I would say worship. So what, how would you unpack that for us this morning? Yeah, good, good. Well, um, I would say that, uh, you know, given the context of, you know, being uh, in the congregation, uh, we, we believe this was a, a letter or a sermon uh, written to a, a congregation, um, definitely that uh, they were to uh, love one another, um, you know, uh, basically to uh, to love one another as Christ has loved them and uh you know basically to uh to make sure that they were uh helping uh each other uh in the congregation and so uh 
you know, is basically, uh, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, probably they had enough food or, or uh, you know, clothing, uh, whatever the case may be there. Uh, but, uh, you know, the love of Christ uh, propelled them uh, to do uh, these these good works uh, and to love one another. And so I would, you know, kind of say that that would be uh, what the what the author uh, is talking about here uh, in Hebrews uh, 10, 24, um, you know, just making sure that they're, you know, continuing to to be uh, Christ's disciples. Uh, you know, Jesus said, uh, how will they know that you are my disciples, that you love one another, uh, just as I have loved you, so. Mm-hmm. And so as we as we look at that, and it goes into not neglecting to meet together, this mm-hmm. exhortation of good works and and being together, what we would say to be the the worship service or divine service, sure. um, some translations even say that. Um, why is that important, not only for them but for us today? How would sure. how would you describe that? Sure, sure. Well, uh, I, I have to uh, uh, say what you uh, typically say, <laughs> but the gifts are ready. Uh, come <laughs> receive the gifts. Uh, and so uh, you, uh, Pastor Finran, uh, do a good job of uh, reminding us all that uh, uh, the gifts are ready and we can come to uh, receive the gifts. Uh, when we look at uh, the divine service, uh, we remember that it is uh, Christ coming uh, down to meet us, uh, to draw us uh, together, uh, and to give us uh, his gifts that are uh, so, so important uh, for the forgiveness of our sins and eternal life. And so uh, that's, you know, in verse uh, 25 uh, you know, we want to continue to, to meet together uh, just to be in the presence of, of Jesus, uh, to be in his presence and uh, to receive the, the gifts that uh, only he can give. Um, um, Dr. Norman Nagel, uh, he mm. has a, a kind of a, uh, it's, it was an interview with uh, uh, Todd Wilkin, Pastor Todd Wilkin, on issues, etc., that I have uh, uh, saved in my files, and I I, I listen to it uh, quite often for myself, but also uh, for the kids that uh, uh, come to uh, uh, catechesis or catechism classes here uh, at Zion and in and, and all of the congregation. But uh, but it's basically entitled uh, "Why Go to Church." And so uh, he he just does a wonderful job of uh, explaining uh, the gifts that uh, we receive in the in the divine service and and Christ uh, gathers us to Himself and and so anyway uh, if your listeners uh, would just uh, you know Google or or you know type in at issues etc. Uh, why go to church, uh, Dr. Norman Nagel? Uh, it's just a wonderful, uh, beautiful I think. 45 minutes or something of that nature, mm-hmm. uh, why he talks about going to church is, is so important. But uh, anyway, uh, it, it all has to do with the gifts uh, that we receive uh, in the divine service. So mm-hmm. so tell us, what are those gifts that we receive in the divine yeah, service? Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, the gifts that we receive uh, in the divine service are the Word, uh, whether it be through the absolution, uh, a pastor uh, pronouncing uh, the forgiveness of sins uh, as a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore forgive you uh, all of your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Uh, it be through um, the uh, readings of 
uh, Holy Scripture, uh, whether that be the uh, Old Testament or first lesson, uh, the epistle or the second reading uh, or the gospel, uh, we hear those words uh, coming down to us and uh, giving us uh, the, the forgiveness of sins and, and Jesus uh, meeting us uh, in the word. Uh, the other part would be the sacraments, uh, whether it be through uh, holy baptism, uh, where we hear uh, uh, you are baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, uh, or uh, in the words of uh, uh, distribution uh, in Holy Communion, uh, take and eat, uh, this is Christ's body uh, given for you, or take and drink, uh, this is Christ's blood shed for you. Uh, and both of those are for uh, the forgiveness of sins. And so, yeah, so through the word and, and the sacraments, uh, we receive uh, those uh, gracious words of, of gift and promise uh, from Jesus. So as we hear those, uh, it's a very, it's a wonderful um, uh, exhortation, I would call it, because he says, don't neglect meeting with one another, but encourage one another. Yeah, so yeah. there is that reality of, of those gifts that you just mentioned so beautifully. Mm -hmm. And then there's that encouragement. Now, my experience in ministry has been, there's some people that they just keep coming. Like it's just, they, they, it doesn't matter. They lose a spouse, they're there the next Sunday. You know, sure, they, sure. they'll come if it's 10 inches of snow, you know, um, they'll, sure. they'll come almost no matter what. And one of the common statements that I, I would say that I'm still in the process of learning um, is they will say something along those lines that I come here for encouragement. They might not use that word, but right. they'll describe that. But that's not something you can really tangibly um, say well, this and this, but they, they know it. They know they're encouraged. They know that these gifts are there for them. Um, any thoughts on that and how people, how it ends up when you actually are there in worship and you're there in, the, in, in your church, that there's encouragement? Any thoughts on that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we were just talking a lot about the vertical relationship between God and us and, and God coming down to us. Uh, there's also very much a, a horizontal uh, relationship that happens, you know, <clears throat> in the church body as well uh, with one another, uh, you know, kind of on the horizontal uh, plain, uh, encouraging one another, uh, being together uh, with one another. Um, I think uh, in the Lutheran Confessions, it's called the mutual conversation and consolation of the saints. <laughs> and so, um, but, uh, you know, it's it's that definitely that uh, talking uh, together uh, with one another. Um, you know, we talk about and, and we confess in the creed, um, uh, I believe in the one holy Christian and apostolic church. Uh, and, and so, yeah, that's definitely what we're talking about here uh, in Hebrews uh, 10, 25 is, is the, uh, the one holy Christian and apostolic church uh, meeting together uh, on that uh, horizontal uh, plane uh, with one another. So, Wonderful. And as we as we look at that, we 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 have this encouragement because the day is drawing near yeah. uh, when Christ will return, not knowing when, but it, it, it gives us that sure and, and steadfast hope that Christ will come again. And and that is well, that's our hope. And we hold fast to this. But we have to keep moving forward sure. in our text. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Let's go 26 through 31. Sure. Yep. For if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, 
there's no longer there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins but a fearful expectation of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume the adversaries anyone who has set aside the law of moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three witnesses how much worse punishment do you think will be deserved by the one who has spurned the Son of God and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and has outraged the spirit of grace? For we know who said, vengeance is mine, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. <laughs> and as you said, you know, at the beginning that there's, there's a, there's a change here. This is a definite yeah. <laughs> transition. We are confident. We are, um, we are steadfast. We have hope. We encourage one another. You feel pretty good. And then it goes into this understanding of we might easily turn into saying, oh, well, good. I got all this hope and then I can do whatever I want. No big deal. And what does the author of the Hebrews have to say about that idea? Yeah, uh, he does definitely not want the people to to fall into that uh, uh, into that category uh, where <laughs> they can think I can do whatever I want. Uh, he definitely uh, in these uh, five verses here, uh, you know, kind of uh, in a sense, uh, you know, I don't want to say well whips them into shape or or you know kind mm-hmm. of uh, turns mm-hmm. trying trying. Excuse me. Tries to uh, turn them, turn them back, um, making sure that uh, uh, that they don't fall away. <laughs> and and he really uh, lays it out here uh, what's going to happen uh, if they do fall away. Uh, it's uh, you know just verse twenty six. There there's there. Excuse me. There no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. Uh, basically. You know, he's he's saying here that if they do fall away and continue to uh, live as though they mattered the most and God didn't matter at all, uh, there would be no sacrifice uh, for their sins. Uh, uh, Christ's sacrifice on the cross was uh, 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 good for nothing uh, is, is really what the author uh, is saying here uh, in verse uh, 26. And so um, that's not where where the author of the Hebrews really wants them to go. Uh, just you know, he wants them to uh, stay focused, but uh, he has to remind and teach uh, what happens to, as it says here in verse 31, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. So, mm. And this, is, uh, this reflects the saying of Paul. We've had, we've had a number of guests say, this, Hebrews is probably written by Paul. We can't say for sure, but this right. is one of those moments where <laughs> it sounds like, because Romans 6, verse 1, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in yeah. sin that grace yeah. may abound? By no means, he says. He's a little more, he's very direct there. He's, he's, he's not quite as direct, I would say, but I mean, he definitely sure. gets to there at the end is points us to this understanding of that if we think the grace of God is there for us to do whatever we want, we are basically saying that the sacrifice of Christ didn't matter. You make it null and void. There's no purpose to it. Besides, you know, that's not why Jesus died on the cross, so that you can go and do crazy things. Um, he died on the cross for you because out of love um, mm-hmm. and, and, and so forth. And so it's, it's, it's good language for us to remember. Um, it's a little bit, uh, a little bit weird on the ears when you hear these words, <laughs> vengeance is mine. I will repay yeah. the Lord will judge his people. But also when you look at the 10 commandments, small catechism, it, it sure. says, sure. I, the Lord, your God, I'm a jealous God punishing the children for the sins of the fathers. 
So yeah. pastor, how would you address somebody when they say, boy, that's kind of strong. Is God like that? How would you describe that? Uh, yes, I, I would uh, definitely say that, uh, uh, that there is a, a penalty uh, for sin, um, that there is, uh, you know, God definitely uh, wants us to, to walk in, in the way that, uh, that he leads. Um, and uh, I, would, uh, I would definitely, uh, you know, point to, you know, what uh, we had just talked about there in the Ten Commandments. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, uh, obviously, uh, there's no way that we could ever live the way that God wants us to live completely. Uh, and so uh, we know that uh, Jesus has, has taken uh, that, that place uh, for us uh, on the cross. And so uh, we we call that the the close of the commandments, the close of the commandments in in Luther's uh, small catechism, and uh, we do know that uh, as much as we want to live as uh, you know God wants us uh, to live, uh, we know that there is at least uh, hope uh, in Christ uh, and His forgiveness. And so uh, you know I think uh, some of these words. Uh, were written uh, in Hebrews uh, chapter 10 or uh, in the close of the commandments there uh, to really make us think, wow, this could happen to us. Uh, You know, thanks be to God that that it doesn't, but Jesus uh, took all of our sins away. But uh, uh, we can definitely, uh, you know, definitely see or read uh, what uh, God thinks about our sins. So... And this is a, a good reminder for us of how, when he says, hold fast the confession of hope, mm-hmm. that he is also reminding us that you all could fall away. I mean, yeah. this is yep. where this exhortation to worship and to in, in encourage one another in the faith is so important because how often does it pop into our minds? Well, good, Jesus died for me, then I can do whatever I want. Maybe not right. quite in those right. terms. But that can fall into each one of our our hard hearts or into our our dark hearts that is so easy. And that's why, um, ah, how do you say it? I've heard I've heard people talk about how going going to worship saves my soul, if you will. And and it's not the their act of doing it, but what they receive in that worship service, the Holy Spirit and pointing us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's really a powerful thing very humbling thing to realize when it says we should fear and love God throughout the Ten Commandments explanation um, sure. that this fear is something that we need to have, but we go to, a, 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 we fear a very loving and gracious God at the same right, time. Right, right. And, yeah. and that's, a, that's, a, that's a hard tension to live with sometimes, but any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think you're right, you know. Um, yeah, there's that just that that tension uh that we have to live with as as Christians, you know, as far as we know that there's a god who can <laughs> uh take us down like nothing uh because mm. of our sins, but on the other hand there's there's Jesus as well. And so it's a, it's a, you know, uh a hard tension, <laughs> a hard tension to to live with there. So, mhm. And let's continue to move forward as we hear more of <clears throat> of this grace. So 32, we'll go through 34. But recall the, recall the former days when after you were enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those so treated. 
For you had compassion on those in prison, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. So I'm going to stop there just because mm -hmm. I think this is good for sure. us to reflect on. He's sure. really encouraging them with these words. What is he, what is he saying? Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's, he's trying to help them remember, uh, you know, when they were enlightened, okay, so they uh, received uh, the good news of the gospel, uh, the forgiveness of sins. Um, and because of their faith, uh, because of what they had received, uh, it says that they endured a hard struggle with sufferings. And so, uh, you know, it's not been an easy life for this uh, Hebrew uh, congregation. And so um, they, you know, the, the author is, is trying to help them. Uh, it, it's almost like uh, going back to the first part of the text that we looked at here today, you know, uh, Hebrews uh, chapter 10, uh, verses uh, 19 uh, through 24. Uh, and, and so he's, he's trying to, once again, uh, you know, remind them of, of the blessings of the forgiveness of sins uh, in Jesus and uh, to live uh, in that uh, enlightened stage there. So mm -hmm. and to you know, continue to do the good works as what he's talking about here in 34, 33 and 34. So mm -hmm. and it's, it's a wonderful reminder because you'll see this uh, for the saints that, that we serve as pastors and, and encouragement to our listeners that you are a witness to us as pastors in ways that sometimes we wonder, why are we there? Um, because we'll be in meetings or you'll listen to people and they'll just recount all the ways the Lord had worked in their lives. Yeah, yep. and 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 here we almost see the author looking back and going, "See, this is how the Lord worked in your life. You mm -hmm. had compassion on those. You had trials, but yet you knew that you had a better possession, meaning that there would be a day that, that the home we have now might go in shambles, but we still have a heavenly home." Is the kind of right. language that we see throughout Hebrews ten and eleven, and that yes, you had this happen, but yet you endured. And then therefore, another therefore, or let us, <laughs> let us realize that we can endure this. Pastor, yeah. we have about five minutes left. Do you have anything else okay. on those two verses before we continue on? No, no. Um, it, you know, it, it just kind of is just a, I think, you know, a reminder that, uh, you know, the Christian life isn't, uh, isn't always going to be the easiest thing. Um, and we're going to have uh, struggles, sufferings, maybe being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction. Uh, you know, a lot of these verses maybe sound a little bit like today, <laughs> so right. we can, we can endure. Yeah, we can, we can endure by, by God's grace. So absolutely. And I love the language plundering of your property. It makes me wonder if my property was plundered today, where yeah. would I be in my, in my sure. compassion? Sure. But yet the right. Lord, we yep. pray for him to strengthen us. So let's continue on 35 yep. until the end of chapter 10. Sure. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. For you have, you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised for yet a little while, and the coming one will come, the coming one will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith, and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls." 
So here he quotes from the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter right. 26, and I love how much he does that, connecting the dots, as we say. He, once again, 35, therefore. What is the mm -hmm. therefore that he's telling us here? Yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, once again, uh, you know, talking about, uh, you know, uh, being enlightened uh, with the gospel, uh, but then also uh, having uh, joy uh, in verse 34. Um, and so, um, and, and also, uh, obviously, uh, knowing that there is something, uh, something better. Uh, that is uh, coming, and so uh, that's that. Uh, therefore, uh, once again, kind of just this this whole uh, idea of of sticking with uh, the faith and and sticking with the the great confession of hope that that they had. So, mm -hmm. and so as we look at what it says in the last verse, I love the last mm -hmm. verse. Yeah, but we are yep. not those who shrink back. Now, yeah. we don't want to make this into something that would be obnoxious or crazy, sure, but sure. he says, shrink back and are destroyed, but those who have faith and preserve their souls. So he's not talking about going out for battle in a, right. in a war sense, even though we are, you know, onward Christian soldiers is a real thing. Um, sure. But he's definitely telling us, once again, confidence mm -hmm. in faith and and sticking holding fast to Christ. Uh, why is this important, verse thirty nine, um, for us today? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, definitely. Uh, you know, we. Uh, it's important uh, for us uh, to know that uh, going forward, uh, we can have that faith in Christ, which uh, sustains us. Um, you know, we're not going to uh, kind of, uh, uh, you know, go back to when we weren't in Christ, uh, but we uh, continue to, to be uh, in Christ, uh, in his word, and and uh, in the things that uh, he gives to us uh, as his gifts, uh, so that we can continue uh, to go forward and uh, to have the hope uh, and to have the peace that only uh, Christ can give us. And so, Pastor, as we... As you look at this whole chapter, really, the, the verses we've been through, and, and if you were to summarize this um, in a Bible study or for our, for our time today, how would you summarize this and how it applies for us Christians in our walk today? Sure, sure. Well, uh, I would say that uh, we all need patience as Christians. Uh, there's going to be times where things are going great and well. Uh, there's going to be times where things are pretty not so well, <laughs> pretty mm -hmm. rough and tough. And so uh, we need the patience uh, that, uh, <clears throat> that only Christ can give to us. And so it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, we kind of say that the Christian life isn't a sprint, it's a marathon. And uh, mm -hmm. it's going to be, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of uh, hills and, and valleys. Uh, it's going to be rough and smooth. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of everything. Uh, but uh, uh, definitely the, the patience of holding on to the faith uh, through the whole thing is something that uh, we need uh, in this life. So two more questions for you. The first one is, your kids come home today, um, sure. and whatever it may be that they went through in school and, and so forth, um, how would you reaffirm them, no matter they had the best day or the worst day of their sure. confidence in Christ? What would you tell them today? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I would just uh, remind them that uh, uh, they are uh, a child of God, uh, that I love them, 
and that uh, Jesus loves them. Uh, it's actually, <laughs> I'm actually kind of quoting word for word, but we do before bed. Uh, you know, I say, uh, I'll just say, Jonathan, who's our oldest, Jonathan, remember, you are a child of God. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Peace be with you. And so, you know, it's just a, a common blessing that we do uh, before they go to bed. And, um, you know, uh, it's just something that uh, uh, reminds them uh, before, you know, before they lay down, before the night, uh, that they are uh, God's children and that they can live uh, and sleep, <laughs> live and sleep in peace, uh, knowing that uh, that God is, is with them. And finally, do you have any last words to tell to your brother as he drives? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, drive safe. <laughs> drive safe oh. and, and, uh, and continue to be joyful Josh as, uh, as uh, you know, that's who he is. So, yep. <laughs> Wonderful. Pastor yep. Ben Dose of Zion Lutheran Church in Arcadia, Iowa, giving us God's strong word from Hebrews chapter 10. Pastor Dose, thank you again for being our guest. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. Yep. Saints of our Lord, stir each other up and do not neglect getting together around his words. As Pastor Doe said so well, the gifts are ready. Hold fast to this confidence and hope that we have in Christ. And what he says to his children, I encourage you as Christians to say to one another, that Jesus loves you, so do I love you, and so, and so, so does Jesus. And that is our hope. What a great way for us to start each day and end each day, because our confidence is in Christ. I'm your host, Brady Finneran, pastor of Messiah Lutheran Church in Sartell, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us, and the Lord keep you safe in the palm of his hands.